Apex Global Alpha are a closed-ended investment company that invests in a portfolio of private equity funds advised by Apex and a focused portfolio of debt and equity. Now, recently, Harmonico published a report on the company entitled Outperformance by Adding Value to Companies. Joining me today to discuss the report is Harmonico analyst Mark Thomas. Mark, good morning to you. Good morning, Charles. Mark, your recent report, it sits behind a disclaimer. Can you just remind us why that's there? Yeah, it's a very standard disclaimer that many investment companies have. In essence, for regulatory reasons, there are some countries like the US where the report should not be read. In the UK, because private equity seems uh, not being a simple asset class, the report should really be looked at by qualified and professional investors. Okay. Now, you called your recent piece Outperformance by Adding Value to Companies. Can you tell us what that's all about? Yeah, I mean, the full-year results to December 2022 reconfirmed the core strengths that we see uh, in Apex Global Alpha. Notably, Apex enhances the operational performance of its investments, revenue and EBITDA growth of 21.5% and 18.5% respectively are both well ahead of the market. Second, there's a 15% average uplift on exits, proving that there is conservative accounting and that the NAV is realistic. Third, there was a modest 7.4% negative NAV return in the year, and that was driven by listed holdings ratings falling. But these companies have already delivered 3.4 times the money on invested capital. Apex took money off the table at the peak of the market in 2020 and 2021, and as a consequence in 2022, it it was really a victim of its success in IPOing in those previous years. The derived investments portfolio proved its worth with diversified, more stable returns and generating cash to pay the dividend. The NAV should prove resilient in uncertain times. So a reconfirmation of all the core strengths that we expect from Apex Global Alpha. Of course. So really, it was a results note. Could you just give us a few of the key numbers? Yeah, I mean, there was a small fall in adjusted NAV, which at end 2022 was 234p against the share price when we wrote the report at 168p. The EV to EBITDA ratio was 17.2 times, which is below sorry, which is in line with the underlying average for 2017 to 21. And its peg ratio is just 0.9 times, which is well below the market level. The dividend was 11.8p, which gives, uh, on the current share price, a yield of around 7%, the highest in the sector, and making Apex Global Alpha attractive to both capital and income funds. The debt to EBITDA ratio was 4.8 times against a private equity market average of between six and seven times. Finally, overcommitment remains very modest. Sure. Now, you expressed confidence in the NAV being real. What gives you that confidence? Yeah, when we explored why the valuation is real in great detail in our initiation note, which we called making pearls out of oysters. The key factors, which I'll comment on in a moment, continue and continue through 2022. In particular, we emphasize the uplift on exit. At that stage, material due diligence is triggered, 
be it by a trade buyer, another PE fund, or an IPO, and after which buyers are still willing to pay a premium to the value at which the investments are recognized in APAC's Global Alpha's books. While part of this may reflect deal synergies, the long-run average of around 30%, in our view, reflects much more than this, and it gives us confidence that the underlying valuation approach is conservative. Other factors which we would note, and which would say continue through 2022, is a conservative corporate culture. There's no incentive to inflate valuations. The valuation multiples and resulting peg ratio are relatively low, particularly bearing in mind the sector mix, and the company is showing similar sustained EBITDA growth in the market. Not all technology companies are the same, and Apex Global Alpha's exposure to unprofitable venture-stage businesses, which have seen the most valuation volatility, is very small. On top of all of that, you've got the usual internal and external verifications at both the, the Apex sales level and at the Apex Global Alpha level. Okay. Now, you also touched on its unique derived investment portfolios. What did that bring in 2022? Yeah, in 2022, we saw the benefits of the portfolio in diversifying returns, helping pay the dividend, reduce cash drag effects, and it continued to outperform its benchmark. In 2023, we expect it to show its capital management advantages. The trust has a unique approach to liquidity with its derived investments portfolio and a dividend yield supported by the derived investments portfolio that makes it attractive to both capital and income investors. Sure. Okay. Uh, Finally, Mark, what can you tell us about the risk? Yeah, I mean, there are risks, obviously, in any investment. And for Apex Global Alpha, it's market sentiment to costs, the valuation, the cycle, and overcommitment. But all of those are sector issues, really. The residual risk on the 2020 and 2021 IPO positions now appears to be very modest. The derived investment portfolio, as I mentioned, generates income towards dividends, and it has liquidity and capital benefits, but it does complicate the story. Okay. All right. Talking to me today was Mark Thomas, analyst at Harbin & Co. Mark, thanks for joining Directors Talk today. Thank you, Giles.